Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, hot stuff, and welcome back to the Manifest Edit podcast. How are you this beautiful Wednesday morning? Potentially, depending on when you're listening to this. I am just back in Melbourne after a little trip that I took over the weekend. So from Sunday till Tuesday, I went down to Mornington, which is like an hour train ride from Melbourne and is more like kind of a country side vibe more of a countryside vibe so I went to stay at my friend's house she also works from home so it was actually so nice um we had the Sunday we went and hung out at the beach we went out for dinner to 400 grady which had the world's best pizza in 2014 not so much now though I have to say like the pizza was like a mm, 6.5 out of 10 I've definitely had better pizzas off Uber Eats which is a little bit disappointing but that's okay uh we went out for dinner um And then on Monday, we both uh, did our work, did our work during the day, had lunch together, did some more work. And then we went to the Peninsula Hot Springs, which is like these, I mean, we only spent an hour there, but there were so many different hot springs, including one on top of a hill, which just had the most beautiful view. And it was actually not that busy. We also went between, there's a section called Fire and Ice. So they have a sauna and then they have like a freezer room. My friend Susie was like, oh, it's too cold. And I was like, no, we have to stand in here. Think of the benefits of what this will do for our mindset. She's like, how are you staying in here so long? I'm like, breath work, babe, breath work. Uh, so I want to go back and do it for longer because because Susie left I felt like oh, well, I can't just leave her out there to fend for herself and I was quite enjoying the freezer therapy it was quite enjoyable to me I really enjoy a good sauna and I've not really had the experience to stand and it was almost like you know when you okay well maybe you haven't been at the back of an end of a restaurant and I've never worked at the back end of a restaurant either so I'm not sure how I know this but they have those like freezer rooms and that's exactly what it was like and that's exactly how it felt like how does my body know what a freezer room feels like is this like a repressed memory of me being in a freezer room i don't know how this has happened anyway i have previous experience of being in a freezer room that's exactly what it felt like and it was really invigorating it was so nice like we didn't have our phones on us for the most of the experience for the last 10 minutes I was like no we need to get some content for the gram um but for the whole time that we were there we were just chilling enjoying looking at the scenery and it was just like a really nice departure from the city life and then on Tuesday more work we were both working had lunch together and then I was gonna get an uber back to the train station which was like 20 minutes away and then my friend's boyfriend mom came around or drop off some cakes or something and we've both gone back to work and then I see her like tapping on the window and she saw me put my suitcase together and she's like oh where are you going with your suitcase I'm like I'm just going to the train station I'm booking an uber she's like don't book an uber I'll take you bear in mind this is the first time I've ever met this woman and she just selflessly offered to drive me into the train station which was so nice so I got to know her a little bit while she drove me back and then went straight from getting on the train back to Melbourne, suitcase and everything, to going straight to the gym for my personal training session because I didn't have time to go home in between. And yeah, so it was, managed to squeeze like quite a lot into 
that short period of time and then obviously I was working during that time as well and I felt like super creative I think just being outside of my normal desk setup uh, really helps me with creativity and also having someone else there like we weren't even working in the same room but just having someone else's presence is really nice as I'm used to working alone <laughs> alone sometimes I do go to my friend's house but it's, it's not um since lockdown's been over it's not as regular as usual so yeah that was my kind of weekend even though it was like from a Sunday to Tuesday and I am definitely gonna do that again either next month or the month after because it was just so nice it was really nice and then I still have I still have my weekend to myself so today I am gonna be sharing with you what I'm manifesting in 2022 and I know that we have already shared a little bit we as me myself, I have already shared a little bit of in my episode on the best investments in 2021 and also my highs and lows of 2021. I shared with you some of the things I manifested, but I thought I would just do a little kind of recap. So in that episode, I mentioned that I wrote a list of about 50 things that I had managed to accomplish in 2021, ticked off my list, which were just really great. Um, some of those were like buying my first bag, um, my first designer handbag. They were hitting my savings and investment goal, learning how to invest properly for the first time, getting press coverage, getting featured on my first TV ad and getting paid for it. Paid modeling was one of my goals that I wanted to manifest. Um, even photo shoots. I, I didn't share this on the last podcast episode, but I really love doing photo shoots with local photographers and I make mood boards of the kind of shoots that I would like to do with people and either sometimes they'll reach out to me or I'll reach out to them and I actually had this one photographer and I can't remember whether she messaged me or I messaged her and she's like yes let's work together what kind of photos and I sent her one of my mood boards and she's like that's so funny two of the photos on that mood board are actually photos that I've taken so full circle moment um yeah losing my vein of thought. Anyway, yeah, 2021 was a huge year for manifesting goals, even though I did not travel last year, which was something that I was expecting to do. And even though we did spend the majority of the year in lockdown, I felt that I lived up to my theme for 2021, which was thriving. This year, my theme for 2022 is magic. And I want to read you the little um, blurb that I've written for myself to kind of anchor me into this theme for the year. And by the way, if you still haven't come up with your theme for the year yet, don't stress. You still have all the time. And in my Manifest Your Extraordinary Year Masterclass, I actually take you through a guided practice to come up with your theme for the year. So if you're still, you know, you've still got some bits and pieces to do around planning your year, around coming up with your theme for the year, around doing your annual planning, your future, your future pacing, and you need a little bit of help with that, go to the show notes and check out the Manifest Your Extraordinary Year Masterclass. It's only $149, it's a 90-minute workshop, and you get a complimentary hypnosis track in there as well for daily gifts from the universe. So, my theme for the year was magic, and I have written this beautiful little love note to myself, which says, expect the unexpected, the miraculous, and the beautiful. Receive support from the universe, higher power, and myself wholeheartedly embrace the fact that although magic cannot always be seen, I choose for it always to be felt. And that was just something that came to me when I was thinking of my theme for the year I toyed with the word grounded and there was something else I was playing with and then it just felt so right for me to have magic as my theme especially as that's a big um, focus in Conscious Alchemy Mastermind is about 
conscious alchemy, the power of magic. And it's something that I'm always talking with my students about. So I was like, hell yes, I want more of that spontaneous, excited, flowy, goddess energy in my life in 2022. And as a result, the things I desire to manifest in 2022 reflect that. So I'm at this point now in my manifestation journey where systematizing the things that I want to manifest is second nature for me. I'm very structured about the way that I managed to bring my kind of top level goals, my visionary goals into a more strategic way. And in the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind, something that we do every month is we do these intention setting workshops, which is based around my workbook, Manifest and Reflect. So I'm in this continual process of manifesting, reflecting, manifesting, reflecting. And I really encourage you as you think about the things that you want to manifest in this year, or maybe as you're goals evolve as the list of things that you want evolves to remember the reflection process as you go not just something that you do at the end of the year so in my kind of manifestation process I journaled on what I kind of wanted to create and who I wanted to be this year and I have divided into business goals and personal goals and I'm going to give you like an overview of some things but I'm also going to keep some things a little on the down low, you know what I mean? So I had two major business goals, two major personal goals, and then one just kind of, oh wait, nah, that's one. One overall vibe that's just like the kind of consistent vibe, the standard that I'm setting for myself throughout the year. So my first business goal that I was manifesting was a revenue goal. And then something that I always encourage my clients and students to do is to have top level and to have sub level goals. So I have a top level goal and then I have sub level goals that come underneath that. So under the revenue goal, what that looks like is I am going to be relaunching my one on one coaching. I am going to be welcoming more students into the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind. And there are some other things under there that I can't quite tell you about yet because um yeah I can't quite tell you about them just yet and that's all all I'm going to be able to tell you so what I do is once I've done the process in a kind of written sense I'll also take my goals over to the the digital world which is both my laptop and my asana so I have like a bucket list in my in my notes section which has like loads of goals loads of micro goals and then I have my asana which has the top level goals and the sub level goals so if you want to have more of an idea of kind of that breakdown between the top level and sub level again that's something that we look at in the manifest your extraordinary year masterclass, which you can check out by heading to link in my show notes but essentially the reason why I do both is because it's very easy to get overwhelmed and it's also easy to kind of forget about the big picture so I believe in order to manifest your extraordinary year manifest your extraordinary life you need to have a combination of top level sub level and also have an awareness of the feelings behind the things that you want to manifest so like a number of money alone is is not exciting to me it doesn't really mean anything to me what does mean something to me is working with clients on a deeper level what does mean something to me is thinking about all of the teachings and the new um, topics that we have coming out inside the conscious alchemy mastermind so those kinds of sub level goals help to bring more context to the top level goals Another goal that I have written, which is under my business, 
which is around being a world-class leader and coach. This is something which is probably going to be a goal for me every year. I know it was certainly something that I focused on last year, but essentially everything under this umbrella is around, uh, number one, personal development, growth, self-coaching, having my own coaches and continually developing myself and, you know, not even just continually developing myself, but also just making sure that I continually have the support that I need, whether that support looks like a coaching relationship, whether that looks like a coaching program, whether that looks like the practices that I'm doing for myself on a regular basis or something else. Something else um, also includes the certifications that I'm doing. So this year I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that I am doing a diploma in leadership and I'm finishing up a couple of other coaching certifications. So in 2020, I got my coaching certification in neurolinguistic programming. Last year, I got my certification in life and success coaching and hypnotherapy. And then this year I'm finishing off a couple of other certifications and yeah, I might leave it at that. I might, I might add some new things into the mix. So those are the kind of studying that I'm doing this year. And then I've also added on the kind of PR side of that and becoming a world, you know, in being a world-class leader and coach is um, more article features. This is something I love to do. So when I initially came into this space, it was actually from a content creation lens. I've been blogging for over nine years now. And when I started this podcast, the blogging kind of fell to the wayside because this podcast does take a lot of time and effort, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, adverse to the time and effort it takes. I love investing time and effort into this podcast, but what it has meant is that I have spent less time on my blog as a result of that. So I would love to do some long form content again, but on that same vein, I do also love contributing to other people's articles um, that they have as well. So that is one part of it. And then also podcast interviews. Last year, I did about 40 podcast episodes and we didn't really start. And I, when I say we, I mean myself and my PR assistant, Vicky. So Vicky and I started working together. I don't know exactly the date that we started working together, but towards the end of the year. So we didn't pick up our, in fact, let me look. I can pull up one of our spreadsheets and I can see when we started tracking things. organization something that I've been implementing okay so Vicky and I started working together in 7th that's July so we started working together at the end of July and that's really when we began starting to schedule in podcasts together so I did about 40 podcast interviews last year and we only began like amping up our pitches and our PR work from basically from August because July was still training and stuff. So we didn't really start doing anything until August and we still managed to do 40 podcast interviews, which I think is pretty amazing. So this year, a bit of an ambitious goal, but I am going for a hundred, a hundred plus, a hundred plus podcast interviews, which is about two episodes a week, two interviews a week. And we have been, so yeah, we have been sticking to that so far. And I'm excited to, yeah, I just really love doing podcast interviews. Number one, it's obviously great to share topics that I'm passionate about and that are on my heart, but it's also really great to connect with podcast hosts and to network with people who are in similar industries and to meet people that way as well. And it's actually really um, inspired some beautiful friendships from that as well. So yeah, working more on PR this year and not only PR from the aspect of podcasts but I'm going to be also doing some more 
articles, like written articles this year as well. Obviously, a, another goal for me this year is traveling again. I miss travel so much. I've not been anywhere since 2019, which is, is strange for me. It's the longest time I've been in one country since probably since I was born. So I'm so excited to get back out into the world. My sister's getting married in Portugal this year, so I am planning a Euro trip uh, around the time that she's getting married. I would love to go to Italy, Greece, France. I have booked myself this beautiful suite in Portugal for a week as well, so I can work there and explore Lisbon. And I'm just so, so looking forward to that. And it's really bizarre for me to book a trip so far in advance. I'm normally someone who's booking a trip six weeks before, even a week before. But uh, yeah, I want something to be excited about, okay? And the other trip that I have booked at the moment is one with my friend Jen and we have booked in a trip to Bali for a few weeks which will again be kind of a working holiday, work for a few hours and then do Bali things as well. I have been to Bali twice before now so it would be good to see some different sides of the island that I've not yet been to. So travel is just yeah it's a really huge one for me and something that gets me so excited and I feel like you know when you're traveling and you're in kind of holiday mode and you're just in this kind of different vibration where it's magical and that's what I want more of and that's what I'm really looking forward to experiencing is being in that almost vortex that you get sucked into when you're traveling where time just moves and feels differently. In line with having that travel goal I do also have a travel fund number that I would like to save towards a travel fund and then I have a separate number that is for investing so basically want to top up the number that I made last year and invest six figures save invest six figures um which is very very exciting and I did mention on a recent podcast episode that I'm not just really thinking about oh the next year the next two years but I'm thinking about investing for the long term and I know that putting in more now is gonna lead to greater results in the in the long term and sis sis doesn't want to be out here work until she's 75 okay and so like I mentioned before that the top level goals like often don't really make you feel anything like it doesn't like by itself like oh this is how much money I'm gonna save for travel doesn't really make me feel anything but when I think about the places that I want to go when I think about the experiences I want to have and I think about my sister in her wedding dress uh, those are the things that make those goals exciting to me so when you are thinking about the intentions that you're setting for whether you're setting your intentions for the year or you're setting your intentions for the month or even on a day-to-day basis that feeling is such a big part of it and especially if you are a non-specific manifester so in human design there is two types of manifester you have specific manifester and a non-specific manifester so if you're a specific manifester you love the details you love all those like numbers and crunching data and just like having every single detail about how something's going to happen on the flip side if you're a non-specific manifester stuff like that doesn't excite you as much as the feelings and thinking about the kind of more I guess the more higher level stuff like why you're doing something how it's going to make you feel the impact that it's going to have you can think of it as like more the qualitative side whereas um, the specific manifestors is more around the quantitative is around having those kind of stats 
So when I am teaching people how to set intentions, I'm combining both of these things together. That way, whether you're a specific manifestor or a non-specific manifestor, you're learning how to create intentions in a way that works for both styles. So yeah, I always infuse a bit of both into the way that I set my goals. And I think that I'm, I'm just so happy with the way that I set my intentions now and the way that I lay out my vision. I'm just... I feel really supported moving into this year by number one myself I feel like I'm so supported by myself but also my coach like I shared with her look this is what I'm going to be manifesting this is what I want like you know support me with these blind spots support me when I have those inevitable moments of what the fuck am I doing to the highs where I'm like told you I'm fucking unstoppable you know and I'm really excited about this year and the theme that I've set for myself. I'm really excited to allow myself to be pleasantly surprised and to really embrace the magic of life. And yeah, so I don't think I've actually shared um, at the beginning of the year intentions that I'm setting before. And I know that some people have a hesitancy around doing that of like, well, what if I say all of these things? I don't actually do it. I don't have that. This, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to make happen. And you can join me back here same time next year and we'll, just, we'll discuss those in further detail. But I'm sure as I go um, checking these things off that you'll definitely hear more about it. And like I said, for example, I have those bigger goals, like for example, my investment goal, six-figure investment goal. And then on the way to that, I have like, for example, invest 80K, invest 90K, invest 100K. And I'm having those little milestones because I'm someone who loves those little dopamine hits. I love those little dopamine hits of checking something off a, off a to-do list. There is nothing that turns me on more than a well-ticked to-do list. And I'm looking at my one for today right now and I'm seeing all those yellow highlights and I'm like, yes, it makes me feel unstoppable. So yeah, my process is I've really learned how I work best and I've created structures and systems to support me in the way that I work best. And when I'm working with my clients as well, I'm not like, my way is the only way to do things ever. But I'm like, here are some things that we can put into place. Let's get to know you a bit better. Let's see what excites you. Let's see what feels supportive for you. And let's adapt this so that it works with the way that you work in the world. Let's adapt this with the way that you show up in the world. Even with the vibes method, which is my framework for aligned manifestation, I'm not like, and at this stage, you must do this practice for 20 minutes or the world's going to end. I'm like, this is how you want to feel when you get here. What practices, what tools would support you in feeling that way? What practices, what tools would support you in creating this strategy? What practices, what tools will support you in building a deeper relationship um, with your universe, God, self, wherever? So it's, yeah, in 2022, baby, we are all around structures and systems for success, and there's nothing sexier than that, even if that structure is an unstructured structure. <laughs> And I want to say that, um, so I have my four or five main main things that I'm manifesting this year, but these are also subject to change. And I also like throw in some wild cards for fun. So for example, I'm like, ooh, VIP upgrades. I'm attracting VIP upgrades all year. Like that's a fun one that doesn't have like that big of an impact on my life, but I know it'd be really fun for me to manifest. And um, I'm quite like having those playful manifestation goals as well. So I always do have like the, you know, I'm not someone who has like, this is my five-year plan and in detail, but what I do have is a notebook, which has my, some of my lifetime goals, things I would like to accomplish in my lifetime. Then I would have my 
you know, this is what I want to get done this year. Then I have this is what I want to get done this week. This is what I'm going to get done today. And when I'm working with people, it's about making that as easy as possible. So when I look at that number, whether it's for this is how much I want to invest this year or this is how much I want to make in my business this year, these are big numbers, okay? These are these are big numbers. But when I step it back to breaking it down over six months, three months, one month, yeah, absolutely possible. So remind yourself that that don't just set like, oh, I'm just going to like make it like a little bit smaller or I'm going to step it a little bit back or just make it a little bit instead of going for what you truly want and knowing that in reaching for that maybe a little bit out of reach or impossible goal you're going to like stretch and grow so much in the journey rather than just going for what you think is like doable to going like this is a stretch but I'm here to be stretched thanks for tuning in today I am so glad to have you here And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 